Turns out the battery isn't charging on this puppy anymore. Ooh, so it's just neither direct, is uh... mine. Oh, really? Oh, that's But the weird. thing yeah. is, is that it, you know how batteries, it'll switch back and forth between two batteries. What happens to uh, mine is when it gets to like 50% and it wants to switch to the other battery, it just goes, no, nope, uh, and then just turns off. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool to hear it say that. Nope. <laughs> that's pretty much what it does. See you later. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So mine, if I bump it and it and the plug isn't in, usually it would go to the battery. But because it's not charging, it'll just uh, it'll just it'll just go. Nope. See you later. Right. Actually, it says adios. No, I didn't <laughs> say that. All right. Hi, uh, uh, Jessica Headings. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, uh, a whole bunch of whole bunch of stuff. We fight. All right. We we're, we're doing good. We got back maybe. Um. Eight days? Nine yeah, days? Yeah, I mean, that's not that bad. Yeah, that's not that bad. That's what happens, good. you see, what happens is, <laughs> is that we, we decide that we're going to record on a certain day, and then um, we usually record, like, <laughs> maybe half a week after that. Yeah. 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 Stuff happens. Life happens. Sorry, we're sorry busy about people. That. We're, very, we're very busy people. You uh, are Y'all a lino. No idea. Wait a second. Who was the one that your... was drunk somewhere yesterday and couldn't record? Oh, <laughs> you weren't me. supposed to bring that up. <laughs> that was not me. I said I was getting. I didn't say that I was. Oh, I said okay. That, you yeah, were on you the were way like, there. Yeah, you very cheerfully said, uh, hey, can you record right now? Can you record today? And I was like, nope, getting drunk away from my, <laughs> my microphone. So. That's exactly what you said. Yep. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but it's Monday and uh, we're here. So uh, so let's see. I got a whole bunch of things. Uh, do you got any, a whole bunch of things or do I have a whole um, bunch of things? Let's see. What do I have? I don't have happy things. I hope you have happy things. Yeah, I don't really have happy oh, things. Oh, crap. Okay. All right. I've got a shortish list, but it okay. all looks depressing. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you got? Is it about oh, you're Saints? wanting me. There ain't, wanting there ain't, me there ain't nothing good. There ain't nothing good about your team right now. Oh gosh, half of them have quit, and the other half are gonna be in jail. Gonna be arrested. Yeah, yeah it's pretty great. Um, uh, let's see. I, you know, I thought the Flores thing was kind of a big deal, although uh, the what? Wait, the, the what? The what? Flores. So uh, Brian oh, Flores, the, yes, 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 the yes, coach. Yes. Yeah, it turned into a big, uh, a big political thing. Um. I think the whole thing is just kind of sad. You know, um, I think that people automatically uh, jumped into their partisan trenches and nobody's actually considering what he's saying. Um, But but I don't think that he has evidence of racial um, discrimination. Doesn't mean it hasn't happened, but right. That's the thing. And, And the thing is. I do think he was given a very bad um, hand. I think he was treated very badly, and right. I feel sorry for him. And so I think the whole thing is just really sad because yeah. um, every everyone is attacking each other on partisan grounds. And uh, and I, I really think, it, you know, we should be a little more uh, sympathetic to right. – uh, there's like there's a – there's a great interview. I don't think I sent it in um, to to you or to the Peplons. It was with Tiki Barber, who I guess was a, a player for the New York Giants. Okay. 
and uh, I mean, he's a big name. He used to be a, a big yeah. player for them. And uh, he, so he's, um, I think he's fully black. Or is he half black? No, I think he's fully black. And he, uh, he was saying he was absolutely defending the New York Giants. He was saying so. That's one of the uh, one of the accusations that Brian Flores makes is that is that okay? This is crazy. This is actually kind of funny. Apart from everything else, is that uh, he was he was being he was going to um, be interviewed by the New York Giants for their head coaching position. And, uh, oh, and he is was this the Bill up. Belichick thing? Yeah. And he oh, got that's not funny. That's like cringing. <laughs> oh, oh, looks so bad. Well, I just hate Bill, Bill Belichick. So, uh, I know, but man. So he sends this text and he's like, hey, congratulations, you got the job. And he's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. And he's like, the New York Giants. And he's like, um, I'm going to go interview with them right now. So uh, <laughs> hopefully I will get the job. And then he goes, wait a minute. Do you think I'm Brian uh, Dayball, which is oh the, the guy they eventually hired? And Bill Belichick must have like frantically looked at his phone and been like, "Oh no, I got the wrong Brian." <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> have you ever done something like that? Because oh, that's we... that is the worst. Okay. When you text not the wrong person. I... Yeah. Not only have I done that, but we talked about this a little yes, while. Yes, I know because I told the we time talked... that I kept telling my friend every time we stopped to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> on oh. Our trip. No, I don't remember that. Tell me that. Oh, I told you that on the same one that we talked about it. Anyway, oh. I was on a trip and I was supposed to be texting my dad along the way, like, <laughs> stop to eat. <laughs> but I kept texting my friend randomly, like, every two or three hours to let her know, um, hey, we stopped at the um, the Bucky's and um, get grabbing something to eat just randomly, stopping at the rest area in Alabama. And she never responded. And hours later, I realized right. that I was sending her updates of our um, our bathroom breaks. And yeah, I, yeah, I apologized. That was embarrassing. So I was having uh, computer problems as always the other week, and um, um, I was like, uh, I was signing in to get to work, and uh, and and we use this thing called like a Slack channel kind of, and uh, but the the screen was messed up on my iMac, and I was like having problems, so I'm trying to I'm trying to log in, and I'm trying to log in, I finally get in, and I realized I have. Uh, I have sent as a message to my coworker my um my password to get to my <laughs> iMac. <laughs> like, Damn it. You did that to me in that one time. I did do that, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, that was rough. not your first time. There's no telling oh. how many times you've sent out yeah, your password. It's it's rough it's rough times out here. So anyway, so we should just call that a Belichicky Belichicky moment. Okay, but, so sorry. Uh, so let's back to back to the cringe fest that is. So yeah. So then uh, so then Flores realizes that not only is he on a sham, he calls it in his lawsuit a sham interview, but that Bill Belichick accidentally let the cat out of the bag. Now there's all sorts of ways out of this right um it could be that the giants had told belichick that they were strongly considering right. it and there's nothing and, wrong with that right 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 complicating everything and that most people don't know this is a is the the rooney rule you know about the rooney rule yes. right yes the Rooney Rule was instituted by the NFL to uh, to make uh, teams interview black and uh, I guess other minorities. Is it just black? Right. Probably just um, uh, uh, candidates for head coaching positions before they pick their their um, their final decision. But here's the problem. This is, uh, this is why it's so painful about this lawsuit is that. The NFL forces teams to do this, which isn't a bad – it's not It's not a terrible thing. It's just not a great thing because right. then you are putting – you are making teams have sham interviews. Because Even they if they don't to, intend to, right. It, they just have to do this as a perfunctory thing in order to appease the, the rules of the NFL. Right. You're forcing them to have sham interviews. So right. this guy then coming come, coming back and say, and suing them for racism because of a sham interview, it's like, uh, you know, like, wait – what do you want from these people? Like it's right. Your, they're, I mean, they're, it's like a catch twenty two you know? because I mean they're just they're doing uh, yeah. what they're, uh, yeah yeah. And, but on the other hand, I also feel bad for him because it's not fair for him to have to go through sham interviews, right? And so it's not. It's but then what is the, what is the remedy for that? To take away that's the thing, right? What can you, that makes that looks even worse. 
<laughs> right. Force teams to have black coaches? Like, you can't do that. So it's yeah. just, it's tough. And and this, I you know, people don't want to recognize this, is that there there is some discrimination. There's going to just be out of human nature. We naturally uh, side with people who look like us, and we distrust people who don't. That's just human nature. Now, I don't think most people do it out of out of uh, uh, on on um, on purpose anymore. It used to be, you know, right. hundred years ago, everybody did it. Not so much anymore. I think there's some kind of implicit bias, just just on accident and not intentional. But the thing is, you're not going to stamp that out. Because in order to do that, you have to have a a mathematical, statistical implementation of percentages of you know blacks and Hispanics and Asians, and you can't do it's not going to happen. So right. I think you just have to deal with a little bit of uh, messiness in the system where not everything is absolutely represented. That's just right. that's just what it is, and we have to kind of accept but it. Man, that's but, just that that made me cringe so badly. Like, what a punch in the uh, gut to be told uh, by uh, Bill Belichick uh, that yeah. oh, it's yours, uh, only to find see, out he oh, doesn't right. even, you know, right. know who he's texting. That was just I, I feel the bad worst. Bad for him. So he he sues the New York Giants because that's who he was interviewing with. Tiki Barger, Barber comes out and he's like, look, I know these people. I've dealt with management. I've dealt with the owners. I know them int- intimately. I've had dinner at their, you know, at their homes. Like, uh, these are not racist people. And, and for you guys to simply assume that based on these assumptions, based on these accusations is unfair to these people. Well, ah, this is just painful. Like, of course, all these black people come out and just rail on this guy, just call him, uh, you know, all the worst right. names that they have for, for blacks who don't um, who don't immediately excoriate any white people who are accused of racism. And he really, you know, he was on the radio and he had this, like, tearful kind of response to this. Like, it's 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 just very difficult to feel like you're, you know, being, being told that you're betraying your race and all right. this stuff over. Things that you know are not true. And he says, look, I don't – he had a caller he really argued with. He's like, look, you're telling me to to say things that I know are not true about right. these people that I love. I'm like, oh, my – it's just Man. And what I, And what I hate is that is that we jump into our partisan trenches and we don't we don't see the humanity of the people that we disagree right. with on both sides. And I, I just – it's painful to see yeah, that. That's all I've been thinking about is that stray text message. And I got to say, it's making me do double checks before <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. This yeah, week, but yeah. can you explain the thing with Tiki Barber and Stephen Smith? You sent an oh article. Oh my gosh! About that. So, yeah, man, this is so disappointing to me because Stephen Smith has been—he's a—he's a commentator, sports like commentator him. for ESPN. He's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely—you know—I think he probably is liberal, but but he tries to be fair and he really goes out of his way to say like, look, these are allegations. We don't know. You know, um, so right. so he did that at first. First statement I thought was pretty good because he's like, you know, if these allegations are true, then this has to happen and that has to happen. But he he really went out of his way to not just assume that they were true, right? right. Then later, I guess I didn't see this. He he just straight out says that the New York Giants are racist. So Tiggy Barber says no, like you don't know what you're talking about. And uh, so then he. <laughs> He goes on the – did he do this on his show? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is what he says to him. He's uh, on first take. He says, Tiki, you don't know who the hell I know. I've been a journalist for almost 30 years. I know a few people within the Giants organization. I know a lot of stuff about <gasps> you, my brother, that I would never say because I have the decency not to say those things. Chill out. Watch yourself and know who you're talking about. That's all I want to say. Like, whoa. Oh, okay. So oh, he's basically he's threatening him. That sounds very personal. Wow. Know? That's uh, uh, he's responding to um, a quote. Yeah, I'll read a quote from Tiki Barber. He says, I can't sit here with conviction like Stephen A., who doesn't know anybody in the Giants organization, yeah. and racist organization. I would never do that. Like so it, was a pro- it was a pride thing because Tiki uh, he, said he didn't know anybody over there. And he's like, like oh, yeah, I know people. I know like, people and I know about you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, of course he's going to know. If you're a journalist, of course you're going to know about people. But that's different from saying he knows about absolute right. instance of racism from management. You know, again, there's just a lot of as what I dislike is is in so many of these things, people don't have any intellectual humility when you, right. when you read these sentences, your your partisan, uh, you know, uh, uh, kind of agenda fills in the gaps, and they fill them in, 
in a way that's that's uh, that's uh, appropriate to what you want to believe instead of seeing what's actually said, you know, right. and, and no one deals with the actual facts of these things. And so we don't know what Stephen A. knows. He may absolutely yeah. have, uh, 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 you know, evidence that, that they're racist. And Tiggy Barber probably overdid it by saying you don't know anybody in the New York, you know, yeah. he could say he doesn't know them the way that he knows them. That's fair, you know. Right. Anyway, yeah, the whole thing is is painful. It's just it seems like everybody's trying to overdo the, do each other with, um, you know, absolute yeah, exactly. statements. Not yeah. only do I know, but I know yeah, about yeah, you. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Come and on, then, everybody. and then there's so, there's so many, you know, that, that absolutely believe that, uh, that, that, uh, not having black coaches in the NFL is, uh, or not having enough. Cause there's one right now, I guess there's right. one and a half now. There's one and a half. Yeah. No, oh, there's two and a half. Can you explain to me what happened with that? Was it some, um, website? called some coach that was biracial a white guy or something and there was all kinds of backlash against that but i don't know enough about all the coaches to know who it was <laughs> okay so they okay this is crazy last week there was only okay a year ago there were two black coaches um the steelers i forget his name mike um uh, I forget his name, but uh, but he's like great, great uh, right. uh, coach. And then uh, uh, Flores, who was with the Dolphins. Right. Uh, since then, Flores has been fired, which is crazy, and it does look like he was fired under really bad reasoning. I think he had. I think he has a great case to say that he, false, he should not yeah, have, he been shouldn't fired. have been fired. Right. But to go overdo it and say that it's the whole you know, that the NFL is racist, I think he, he doesn't have evidence for that. So in the, so in the last week, um, there's been a black coach who's been uh, uh, hired by the Bears, I think, and then there's been a yeah there's a there's a multiracial coach who is half black and I think half white, and uh, and and man, people go nuts over that stuff. I mean, you know, like he's not actually black. That's not black enough. He doesn't count. Yeah. It's like so, it's so awful. Like people, do you hear yourself when you say right. that stuff? Oh yeah, it's painful. It's uh, painful. Yeah. So it's just like you know, I just everyone needs to chill out. Like just don't overdo it with your exaggerations. And, and so on the left, the problem is like they all assume that it's that everything is driven by racism. So this is crazy. Like they'll say, I've seen things on Twitter where they're just like, well, of course we all know this. So why are we surprised right. by this? Like guys, you you know you can't just make those accusations and then say, well, of course, Brian Flores was kicked out because of racism. I think, I think the, the biggest accusation he has, which we're touching upon is that the Miami dolphins uh, owner um, uh, offered to give him a hundred thousand dollars for every loss on the season. And, and I think this is why it's, it's really, this case is really difficult because it really looks like the dolphins are in big trouble. Like they did some really horrible yeah. things. And, and he was uh, like, he was asked to do um, um, things that were against the rules. He refused to do them because he seems like a decent guy and he got screwed because of it. Well, and, it sounds like he's got grounds to sue them for, well, not that it would go anywhere. It, it just seems like maybe his, he has reasons <laughs> to be angry about his firing, yeah. but not necessarily the ones that he yeah. that he claims but it, it might be the one that's going to get him the most um It'll get him the most press press i don't but i don't know that that's going to help his case i don't know either you know? but if he's really yeah. angry that might be all he's after at this point right 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 yeah and and who knows but uh but man that one is like uh, a bombshell i mean that is just huge and, yeah. and people are saying that if that's true um that 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 owner needs to like not own a team anymore because right. that is, I mean that you're, you're almost, that's almost illegal because right. you know, you're, I mean, it seems like it would be, but, but anyway, um, so, so I feel bad for him. Now, most of this is very personal for me because I specifically yelled out to him, uh, to the coach of the dolphins <laughs> that he should update his LinkedIn and he should update his resume your fault. during the Bills game from from like two seats in where he could absolutely hear me. Wow. And so I feel really bad about that. You um, should. I doubt yeah, that you do. Yeah. No, I, I do. I actually do feel really bad. This is the first. <laughs> now that no. it happened, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> That's the first thing you sent. Is that is that about what you said to him after before he got fired? That was bad. Very bad. I'd feel bad. You should feel bad. 
bad. Um, but uh, but anyway, yeah. So the whole thing is uh, is just is just weird. Uh, but the Dolphins are in trouble, and that makes me happy because I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, and we hate the Dolphins because they literally destroyed the Bills for a, a decade. Now I wasn't a fan back then; I didn't really care, but now I do. So there oh, you go. Can I can I read you something from Brian Flores' attorneys? <laughs> oh yeah, hit me. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know about his attorneys. Yeah. This was after um, Lovey Smith got hired today. Yeah. by the Texans. And so oh this boy. was Texans, yeah. Um this was Brian Flores's attorney says Mr. Flores is happy to hear that the Texans have hired a black head coach Lovey Smith. As Mr. Flores' goal in bringing his case is to provide real opportunities for black and minority candidates to be considered for coaching and executive positions with the NFL. However, we would be remiss not to mention that Mr. Flores was one of three finalists for the Texans head coach <laughs> position. <laughs> And after a great interview and mutual interest, it is obvious that the only reason Mr. Flores was not selected was his decision to stand up against racial inequality across the NFL. Does that make any sense? Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so bad. That's yeah. bad. Uh, oh, yeah. It's just painful. He's it's saying just, that yeah, they again. hired a black guy um, be- that wasn't him. Yeah. That it's still racist because he wasn't hired is basically what it sounds. I don't. I don't know where they're yeah, going. Yeah, it this. doesn't quite. It doesn't quite make sense. Um. Yeah. And, well, okay. Here's the other thing. Flores does seem like he's a fantastic coach. He had a crap team. Right. He had like not very good players. He had very bad ownership who didn't like him. And he still was able to get like two winning seasons out of those Dolphins. Right. So that's the really bad thing about it is like he's he seems like he's a really good coach. And the players, they all came out to, right. you know, to fight for him. And they're very upset that he got fired. So I, I, I feel bad for him personally. And I don't think his his. Uh, you know, his claims mm-hmm. are going to mount up to. And I don't think his lawyers are doing him any good by uh, releasing statements like, like that. It. Yeah, doesn't seem like it. All right. That's enough of that. What uh, What do you think about uh, explain Vernon Jones and what does that all mean? Oh, Vernon Jones. OK, so Georgia is a cluster again. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody remembers how much Trump screwed over my state. <laughs> screwed us in every possible way and continues to try to meddle in our elections. And so Vernon Jones was going to be running for governor. And apparently last week, Trump sat him down and said, you really need to not um, be running for this. We'll support you for something else. And the news that had come out of that meeting is that he was still going to run, which I thought, well, that's kind of kind of strange. Um, normally, <laughs> You know, whatever Trump says goes, especially in the state of Georgia, unless you're Kemp or um, our secretary of state. But within a week, he came out today and said he's not going to be running. He abandoned his bid for governor. He's going to run for a U.S. House seat, which, of course, helps Purdue, who is also now running against Kemp, who is my preferred um, candidate. All right. So it's not actually a good thing, then. It is not. Um, oh, everybody yeah. was like, oh, yeah, Vernon Jones. Well, all it does is consolidate more support yeah, from Vernon answer. Jones over to Got Purdue, it. which oh, Purdue shouldn't okay. be running. Now Kemp is having to, you know, use his Spend funds. His exactly. Yeah. Which is the same thing that happened in our Senate race right, because Trump was right. meddling. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not happy and about that it was at like- all. Yeah, and that was like a razor thin margin that razor lost thin. those two seats. And had we had those seats, we wouldn't even be having the debates Thank that we you. have now with the Democrats having exactly. 50 seats in the Senate. Yes. It's painful. I am still state. <laughs> bitter. I am still so bitter about it. And for the runoff election, actually, for one of those seats happened on January 6th. I'm still yeah. bitter. Yeah. <laughs> Instead oh, of man. people going out and voting, they were, right. you know, watching their television <laughs> or right. driving up oh, to I DC. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, I mean, yeah. That's yeah. all well, Trump cared about. Was, yeah. Well, it uh, serves you right for stealing the election from Stacey Abrams. That's all I have. Oh, and that's the other thing. Our, apparently, everything is on fire in Georgia because Stacey Abrams, yeah. who oh, yeah, um, that was so great. <laughs> famously, famously would not concede her election, but that's okay. Yeah. She's allowed to, to not concede. Yeah, that's okay. Totally that's okay. okay. 
um, about two weeks ago, she was suddenly very busy when Biden came to Atlanta for a big for a big speech. She was nobody wants to be seen with Biden. So but she she did make time to go visit some school age children and sit herself down in the front of the classroom. Big, beautiful smile without a mask, surrounded by, I swear, there were like 30 masked children. Yeah, they all look so sad, too. (laughs) It was awful that somebody went ahead and posted a picture of the event that day, as in praising that she was there to visit the children. So did her social media account promoted this. And then as soon as local Republicans started highlighting the hypocrisy of her sitting there with a big smile on her face with no mask, surrounded by all these children. The post got deleted. The original poster deleted it off of Twitter. Stacey Abrams' account deleted it off of Twitter. And um, it became a bit of a controversy um, among the Republicans were all poking fun of her. She put out a statement basically decrying that they – pointed out that she wasn't wearing a mask i don't yeah. i don't get did you read the statement oh no i just read the headline where they were like uh you know republicans bounce we're bouncing <laughs> it again was. it was just it was about bouncing yeah anyway um so i have a feeling that that picture is going to be coming back to bite her but then today um oh wow it looks like it was deleted oh wait no oh they did they deleted it oh no no it's there it's there okay so politico's <laughs> been following awesome. this and um, was talking about how this picture, I'm sure, is going to play a big part in the election this year. And so then today, this is posts, job opportunity. Stacey Abrams' gubernatorial campaign seeks a social media platforms director to manage the day-to-day posting and approval on campaign social media accounts. Womp, womp. So amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Just, Just a little bit late. Yeah, I saw um, I saw somebody on CNN. Um, you know, of course, it's, it was um, it was Bakari <sighs> Sellers. Oh, you know exactly yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Bakari Sellers. That. Yeah, what an idiot. He oh, that made me so mad. Like she deserves a um, uh, what's that thing in golf where you get another chance? It's uh, uh, I forget what it's called. Mulligan. She's like she's like she deserves. It. Why does she deserve? Why? Why does she why? deserve? You know, like Actually, let me read you the statement. This this makes me so angry. OK, it is shameful that our opponents are using yeah. a Black History Month reading event for Georgia children <laughs> as the impetus for a false political attack. Um, excuse me. What's false yeah, about it? You won't wear a mask. <laughs> and it is pitiful and predictable that our opponents continue to look for opportunities to distract from their failed records when it comes to protecting public health during the pandemic. One of Stacey's opponents downplayed the virus while trading stock to profit off the pandemic. Now that was Purdue, first of all. So oh, thanks yeah. Purdue for joining in um, in the race. Um, after his private coronavirus briefings as Senator, another of her opponents attacked mayors seeking to protect their citizens and has failed to expand access to Medicaid even as rural hospitals close. This pathetic, transparent, and silly attack is beneath anyone who claims he wants to lead Georgia. Basically pointing out how absolutely stupid she was (laughs) to take a picture in front of 30 masked children after what happened in Virginia. And that race, um, it's pathetic and silly. I mean, come on. It's its obvious that it was a misstep. It would have been better for her to have some humility, but someone that can't even admit that they lost an election is not going to apologize um, for taking an unmasked picture around children that aren't allowed to take their masks off. It's just, it's infuriating to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty great. Um, I think, uh, I, yeah, I think that may that may really cost her you know, among. Oh, those, I think uh, it will. Because uh, the it's definitely turning now where, you know, with so many vaccines and uh, and then like like I was saying, and I hoped would happen, the um, the 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 virus seems to be going down now. Right. Um, in fact, in fact, uh, California just announced that they're going to get rid of the the masking mandate. Really? In, uh, yeah. This next month. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. And California seems to lead in a lot of, uh, at least for Democrat states, you know, like if California does it, then the rest of them are like, oh, okay, we should probably do the same. And so uh, New Jersey just announced that. 
um, that they're getting rid of some of that. So, so, it's so like I think the pendulum is starting to swing. Right, okay. and and for for this moron to like hang on to this like mask mandate extremism right. when most people are turning the other way, and I'm generally like for masks, like I'm, I don't you know right. I'm, I don't have a problem with people wearing them, I have a problem with them you know, being mandated now right. at this point where yeah. the pandemic just seems to be like you know coming down. Um, what a moron! I that I think that that actually will hurt her. Maybe not I like think a, it will too. Like a, like a lot, but it doesn't take much because because Georgia is is kind of a swing state now, right? And what her campaign said, which was even more like really, her campaign said she wore the mask to the event, but only removed it so she could be heard by students watching remotely and for a handful of photos on the conditions that everyone yeah, around right. her was wearing a face <laughs> covering. Oh God. Like, okay, that makes well, it worse. That makes that it makes worse. It, <laughs> Lady, that makes it like, worse. This is what's crazy. Right? Like, that statement confirms what everyone is, right. is like, ripping her apart over. And then her statement is like, that's a false accusation. Right. Like, just confirmed what everyone you is making funny. just confirmed it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I, I, actually, I do think maybe they should just really um, – go after her on that i mean have some substance to, substance right. stuff too but but we all know you know images videos like that kind of stuff sticks in your mind like it just when you have such a potent image of hypocrisy and it, it, yeah, it drives a, home the uh, point right like yeah 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 the, yeah, the yeah. thing that she's complaining about pe- parents have been complaining about that you've we've right. got you know young right, children right. who are yeah. having problems with their with their communication development, you've got yeah. people that are hearing impaired that have a hard time, you know, right. listening to people that have masks on. You've got people that have a host of reasons why masking is difficult for them. Yeah, um, and you're sitting there like an idiot, right. gleefully laughing while Correct. these poor kids are in masks. It's great. Oh, and they look so <laughs> sad. It's just, like, <laughs> just like, why is this horrible woman making us wear masks? We just want to play. Is she here to mock us? Oh my gosh, look how happy I am without my mask. You too could be happy without a mask. Yeah, and and it's just like her attitude. This is always her response, you know, this like indignant, like, oh, she can never be wrong. Like, just apologize and say that was a stupid move on. Nope. Oh my gosh, but oh wow, the the media has held her in such high regard that it makes me even more angry. Because right. she's yeah. allowed to do and say things that are categorically false, like on the the voting bill that Georgia had that caused us such yeah. grief and caused companies to come down on us. And she was all in the middle of that. And a lot of the yeah. things that were being said right. were absolutely falsehoods. And, yeah. you yeah. know, Georgia's law is better than many liberal states, but you're not going to see the same amount of scrutiny for those other states, oh, I just, it, it makes me so mad. <laughs> she makes me so that, angry. That reminds me, um, did you see what, how they hit um, Mitch McConnell for what he said? Yes. About, okay, all right. So that was I obviously was a misstep, what he said. Yeah, mean, I, like, I don't even know, like, we all know what he was trying to say. Yes. It's, it's stupid, but. But I but remember, uh, like the last podcast is that's exactly what I, what he said is exactly what I said, which is that the the main argument that I never hear except for Mitch is like the numbers of, of black voters are way up. And in, some, in, in the South, it's above in many states it's yes. above white voters. So why do you keep thinking that we need I mean, why do they keep arguing that we need these uh, voter right. rights when it's there's no evidence that, so that condescending. they're you know, <laughs> Right. So when the media pressed him on it, this is what he said. Let me see. I got the quote. Oh. All he, he says, well, the concern is misplaced. Well, I'll do it like, well, the concern is misplaced because if you look at the statistics, that's how he talks. I'm not making fun of him. That's just the way he talks. <laughs> he says African-American voters are voting in just as high a percentage as Americans. Oh. Now, we all know what that means. He meant Americans who aren't African-American, but if you want to believe, like if you need to believe believe the worst, 
an insipid lust in your heart yes. that uh, Mitch McConnell is racist, then you and then you say, yeah, clearly he's saying that African Americans right. are not Americans. Like, give me a break. Like, it's just everybody knew what he meant. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. See, and that's the annoying part is this is the level of accusations of racism that we right. get these days where where which if is why down, people swing so hard against every accusation of right racism. right 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 yeah yeah it's it's yeah whether exactly it's, it's, whether it's, it's counterproductive or not it's counterproductive it's counterproductive right. when you when you don't take into account the motive behind what people right. say what they intended to say like have a have some charity it waters because, down because actual when, accusations it's, it's right yeah yeah but anyway i find i found it fascinating that he he was hit on that when he was making the argument that that I think most people should be making against voter um, right. voter uh, laws and and I don't hear it a lot I just yeah. hear them saying you know, I I don't know, I just hear Republicans saying that we don't need them but they don't say why and I and I really wish they would be better about arguing why but what about uh, the better. cognitive dissonance of some of these mayors and in Democratic cities that are requiring IDs. Um, right. to go with COVID cards to enter restaurants. Yeah, but um, I guess you know, I guess that there is an essential difference there in that. In that, uh, one is, uh, you know, like one is is uh, is voluntary, right? Like you 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 were going the voting, into a restaurant. Voting is voluntary, right? That's true. No, yeah, I guess that's true. yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's definitely a. Uh, um, you know, a problem with uh, with what they're what they're calling right. for. I guess, I guess the thing that bothers me is just like that they pretend as if one is uh, they're so condescending and angry about right. one, and then and then they just act like so flippant about the other. Right. It's like it's ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I mean, more than usual. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, uh, we're all we're all uh, we're all ODing on crazy pills these days. Um, what about? Uh, I, I'm sure you you probably agree with me on the Joe Rogan thing too, right? I think we're all pretty much um, on the same one there. Even if like I disagree with him on some of the stuff yeah. he said, like the the reaction has just been the insane. The reaction has been insane. And do you think it's some kind of coordinated attack, or is that a conspiracy theory? Nah, I mean, I, you know, at this point, like it doesn't have the to. The reaction be is so because, overboard. To but they all to, but they all agree. I mean, it's not like they have to plan this stuff because they all agree on their personal lives. It's not like they have to get an email or a signal right. that we're all gonna do the same thing. You know, <laughs> just but like I mean, we don't. It's we so do. absurd, right? Like the Washington yeah. Post put um with that opinion column about person sure. whose friend died of COVID and she didn't know whether oh, yeah. oh, he listened my gosh, to, that was so to Joe Rogan. I don't even <laughs> know so if he listened crazy. to Joe Rogan, but basically Joe Rogan just, is culpable. Like that's, that wasn't, that's crazy pants lady. That is, that's, that is insane. Yeah. How uh, did that even get printed? That was the editor, right? I think it was, it I think was. it was, it was the, yes, I think it was um, yeah. Margaret. <laughs> dang it. What's Margaret. her name? Yeah, Sullivan? Is it Mark Sullivan, Sullivan, yeah, yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Oh my she, god. Like, wasn't I, she in the ombudsman or something? Yeah, right. Yeah, I think she was. She's yeah. supposed to be the one <laughs> pointing out <laughs> right. when things have gone awry. I don't know. It feels yeah. like I mean, yeah, you see that and you're like, is this a joke? Like, do you want us to troll you? Like, it feels like you want us to troll you because you should know. There's somebody around you that should be telling you this is a bad idea. Don't do this. This sounds really but stupid. We've gone so overboard. I mean, Joe Rogan isn't even a conservative. But the fact that yeah. he's making the point that we should be listening to more than one point of view right. means that they right. label him as a conservative that needs yeah. to yeah, silence. Like, That's crazy. Like, what, is that, what does that say about what you what think about free about, speech? Yes, you know, exactly. they're like that guy is for free speech. <laughs> we need to shut him down. He's clearly a Republican. <laughs> yeah. What are they thinking? I mean, Joe Rogan was like a Bernie Sanders supporter. He's not a conservative. He's He's yeah, just yeah. more curious than you are, and you want to shut that down, or at least he knows what people, you know, concern people. So his ratings are are sky high because yeah. it's not all the same then, thing that they read. And then they, you know, they dig up this whole thing about how many times he said the N word during his career, and it's like it's so it's so ridiculous. I mean, I, I remember I watched an old old uh, special of his where where he does a bit where he says the n-word a lot but his point during that bit 
is that is that words have power right and that people get uncomfortable when you say these words that you're not supposed to say even if you're not saying them maliciously, maliciously yeah. or in a way that that is intended to offend anybody and he's he says like this word and then he says it and you're like he goes ah i can i can see it i can sense it in this room everything just got more nervous he's like why why? I didn't call anyone that. Right. I didn't say it's okay. I just said the word. It's it's actually really fascinating. He's yeah. got like the, the guy is weird, right? He he um he definitely has a lot of insight into human nature mm-hmm. and, a, and a lot of it's very insightful, but he's also like a loon a little bit. Like he is a loon, he but he's not an elitist, and, so it goes right, it goes a right, long way. Right, People right. would rather listen to a loon than somebody that's gonna condescendingly tell them that you are anti-vax sure. because you don't want to mandate, you know, masks on three-year-olds. So yeah, in, right, you know, right. in contrast, he doesn't seem so loony because <laughs> the ones that are supposed to be sane seem kind of loony. Maybe we're all sure. loony. Oh, definitely. That's, I don't think that's under, uh, and I'm not a listener to Joe Rogan. Down. I don't, the only thing I know is the stuff that you and Matt used to send. Like I, yeah, and I and I think a lot of people are that way. You know, I think I mean like like he is the most popular podcaster on right. the face of the earth. So plenty of people listen to him, but but listening to him for a full three hour show is a completely different experience than like getting you know this five minute clip where he right. you know destroys Democrats or destroys the Republicans or whatever. Right. Like you really get the get a sense that he's just like a. I don't know. He's just a cool guy talking and trying to have fun. And, you know, they have a few beers and sometimes they smoke pot and they they talk about everything. And it's kind of cool. Um, and but, you know, you know, what's going to happen is you're going to talk about dangerous things. And sometimes right. your guests are going to say things that people don't want them to say. And Joe Rogan isn't there to police them. He's right. there to talk about these issues and he challenges them. Sometimes he's wrong, you know. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I definitely disagree with him on a lot of the stuff that he said, but you know, I wouldn't want him to be, uh, to be shut down the way these people are calling for. It's just insane. It's yeah, I mean, in the white house specifically saying Spotify isn't going far enough. These are the types yeah. of things that if Trump had done it, we would be hearing about yeah. this. Well, dangerous did, credit. I mean. <laughs> well, right. But that's what I'm saying is the yeah, response yeah. to it yeah, is right. so utterly different yeah. when Trump was yeah. saying these oh, things. Yeah, it was a danger no. to democracy. It was a danger to the first amendment where, you know, we're out here, you know, us brave firefighters in the press are going out here day after day. Yeah. But when it happens on the other side, it's kind of like shrugs. Of course, that's sure. true. Okay, I just you know? saw another one here. Um, we're we're doing live tweet deck, uh, um, you know, viewing and. Uh, okay, this is this is one that's that that the ride is gonna latch onto and uh. they're gonna go crazy, um, but but it kind of makes sense why this person would say this. So, this just went through my my tweet deck. It's from. Anderson Cooper 360. You know, Dr. Leanna Wen, you know. Yes. You know when. Yeah. You know when. I know yeah. when. <laughs> uh-huh. Dr. Leanna Wen explains why she supports lifting some pandemic restrictions and thinks the decision to wear a mask should shift from a government mandate to an individual choice. Good thing, right? That is. But here's the quote. The science has changed. Ooh. Now we're going to go crazy. All right, because, because yes. You know, because of that quote but this is what i keep telling you in the dms it drives me nuts is that even when the people that we disagree with suddenly agree with us we get angry like it's crazy and so no one's gonna be like oh cool now she's saying the decision to wear a mask should shift from the government mandate to an individual choice that's good and i agree with what you're saying but to be an outrage whisperer i think what the outraged afflicted would say is that it's only politically expedient and that's why they're doing it and that's what they're angry about now they're assigning motives to her that she might not have yeah but right. you know it could be that you see how you right. see it's just like it's the cynicism of it I it's know. like there's it's never there's never a good thing that happens right um they, they are never persuaded, you know, the, the things that they say, they're always dishonest. Yeah. They're always dishonest, even when they agree with us. What? Yeah. Oh, I get man, it. Man, I don't, it's, it's painful. I, it's painful seeing like how we're self I don't, know, I don't even, sometimes I can't even media. tell where the outrage comes up. Like I'll read something or you'll send me something and I'll oh, yeah. I know this is, 
this is causing yeah. outrage right now, but I still can't <laughs> I figure out why because it it doesn't right. sound outragey to me. It just sounds yeah. Oh, I know. I know. It just sounds That's... like a person thinking through something and saying it. I don't. Yeah. I don't get See, why people uh, yeah, get outraged. I, I also I just... have now started um, like filtering out tweets when oh, people no, will, when people will use words like if you're tweeting about the government or about the Biden administration and you use the word regime, I have totally <laughs> um, assigned you to the stupid bin. I will not oh, okay. believe anything that you say after that. People don't use regime, like make a, right. a cogent argument. Don't right. just use, you know, or, or some of these big, um, you know, big accounts that do big numbers on, you know, hot button issues like CRT yeah. and stuff. And I can yeah, honestly yeah. agree with them on right. a lot of the stuff. Right, right, right. But if all you're going to do is retweet people that you disagree with and and retweet it with the word honk, then I think you're an idiot. And I'm going to. <laughs> um, yes, they do that. Yeah, no, you, Apparently you that means to... they're a clown. I don't know. Oh, I think you're oh. all stupid. <laughs> oh, wow. OK, I've done so much preemptive muting that I, I've, I didn't even know this. That's how that's how good mine is. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, I'm just, I'm just sick and sick and tired of the stupid it's outrage. Bad. It's you know, bad. There's, it's there's bad. lots of, there's lots of perfectly good outrage out there. there like is. partake in the finer, partake in the finer gourmet outrages. Right. Don't settle for. Don't settle for that bargain basement outrage. Yeah. Hold going, on going for the these, real delicacies. Going to Aldi's to pick up your outrages. Did you just you know? slam to, Aldi's? <laughs> You did, didn't you? You just called all these, all these outrages. Get over all these outrages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's got to be the title. That's good. That's not that good. Um, no, it doesn't. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, I wrote something funny a long time ago, but I never got to use it, so I'm just going to use it now. But I'm just going to throw it in there because it's uh, it's okay. Here's here's it. Let's see. This is what I wrote. I have an app that tracks how many times I choke on almonds, and <laughs> since the last podcast, I have choked 45,923 times on almonds. That's it. That's it. But that I was did, it. That's, yeah, this it's is not one funny. One of those then. things that if you tweeted, I would be the one pity retweet. Yeah, I know. Don't don't do that. I can tell when you're when you're. T- this is what I do. So I post this stuff where I'm like trying to I'm trying to like needle the 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 Aldi's outrages on the side, and but I do it in a subtle way. But people can tell, and they're like, "Wait a minute, is he saying what I think he's saying?" And so they get like like one like and no retweets, and so. I'll post them in the DMs. I'll be like, yeah, this is not popular. <laughs> and then I'll get this pathetic, sad, re- reluctant retweet from Jess. <laughs> I don't watch her. I don't watch your pathetic retweet. Do you know how pit- happy it makes me when I'm the only one to retweet <laughs> your sad little tweet? That makes me, like, utterly no, happy. Actually, like, yeah, whole get level of that. happiness. Not, like, Aldi's bargain basement sadness, but, like... <laughs> Whole Foods level of joy. <laughs> oh, am I the only one that's gonna retweet this? Click. Yeah, that gets you upset. Yeah, that's like a, it makes <laughs> and it, it worse. Makes you so mad, and I love it. <laughs> it's like you get you being my one retweet is like your mom retweeting, like your mom <laughs> telling you you're the coolest kid in uh, school. You know, like you don't want to hear that. Let's make it worse. I know. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. <sighs> Great. Uh, did you see it's Charity's birthday? It was Charity's birthday last week. Last week? Oh, well, you forgot to mention it, so we're gonna mention oh, it. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Charity! Yeah, enjoy your puzzles. She has a lot of puzzles. She, she paints a lot. lot just cool. She has cool paintings. I like her paintings. She and she has a really cool Etsy account too. We should share that. Oh yeah. Her Etsy account. Yeah, not like Matt's. Matt's is lame. <laughs> Everybody knows just Matt's kidding. Etsy account. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's world famous. A little bit, a little bit. Not jealous at all. Um, let's see. Uh, what else did I have? Did I have anything else? Did you ever try yeah. Wordle? No, but somebody who shall remain nameless in the Papillondemonium. It's jelly. Ma- no, it's not jelly. Mathedal? Mathedal. I don't know how to say It seems like I shouldn't be saying that. It sounds like a racial epithet. It does. But, Sounds but, like you're uh, going to get in trouble so, for saying that. 
No, I, I definitely got into my, like, F everybody kind of attitude about Wordle. Like, if everyone's doing Wordle, I'm not going to do Wordle. That's how much. I am about um, musicals that are on Disney+. Plus. Oh, how dare you? But, but so I didn't get into it, though I knew I might get into it. But instead, Homeboy posts Mathdol in there, and now <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is blowing my mind. How did I miss mind. that? That was in Papillon at Demonium? Yeah. I didn't notice that. And that's wild, man. It's like you're trying to figure out this equation and you have numbers and you have operations and, and it really like messes with your brain. I like that stuff. That's like, okay. Whoa. Well, you should have tried Wordle before they sold out because the guy that created it sold it to the New York Times. <laughs> for like, how much? For like a million, like $10 million? I have no idea. Wrong. It was a lot. Crazy. But anybody out there, I now know, let's see, Jilly does use a strategy like I do. I use, like, yeah. a handful of words for, like, the first two guesses. And so I normally can answer it by, like, I can guarantee ba- basically answer it by the fourth try if I do it that oh, wow. way. But some people will try to just randomly guess a word and then try to guess it as soon as possible. But I don't like that strategy. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted you to try it, but you wouldn't, and now it's too late. Wordle mm-hmm. jumped the shark. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I want to, okay, if you don't want to talk about this, you don't have to talk about this, but can you explain this sentence? My evening got screwed up <laughs> because <laughs> the man and the boy took apart his car this afternoon and didn't get back together until like, what? Okay, so there was a a rather (laughs) long um, project that involved taking off, like, massive parts of the car. I don't know what he was doing. They were installing a bike rack, but they were replacing pieces, and so they had to take the ceiling off of the car. What? Oh, wow. (laughs) Anyway, so they took it all apart, they got it put back together, and then... (laughs) They were putting everything back in, like they had to re- put in parts of the door and stuff, and like where the seatbelt went, and a oh, bolt snapped off. Oh, <laughs> That's always good. So there was a work stoppage, which is why I couldn't record because we ended up eating dinner very late. But they got the car put back together, which is always a plus. So I would not recommend taking your car apart ever. No. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's um Anyway, the back the bike rack is on there now. All right. What about this insane thing that charity um charity post charity Schmidt? I like that last I always like saying Schmidt. This German. <laughs> um this crazy thing that she posted. Did you see this? The 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 girl who sits on your sofa? No. It's gotta be fake. Okay. What do you mean the girl who sits on your sofa. Where was this one? This is um this just happened. Are do you even go to the Papillon development? I do Mario? all the time. Oh, all, right. all right, so she posted this tweet. Somebody found this flyer. It looks I don't it's probably not real, but Wait, I don't see it. When did she post it? It's just uh Saturday at six fifty five. Oh, you mean like days ago. Okay. All right. Days ago. <laughs> I thought you meant like right now. Oh no, no, I'm no. Looking at it yeah. right now, there's nothing there. Okay, sorry, go on. It says my service. And it shows this girl sitting in a couch. <laughs> this is really weird. And then it, it shows her off the couch. And there's a there's like a stain on the couch. It says, within 20 minutes of me sitting on your chair, it will become completely soaked. What? It's not that, but it's not exactly just water either. After two weeks, the maggots will begin. Eat them, you will be cured. $30 for my service or best offer. And then it has a phone number. What? Yeah, I think it's like a. I think I don't it's like understand. A, yeah, go look at it. It's weird. I'll post it in the. Maybe I'll post it in the show notes. But, uh, but yeah, I don't want to talk about it because it's it's very creepy. Wait, now I'm scrolling back, scrolling back. Oh gosh, oh. I see it. Right How did I miss that? I don't know. There's something wrong with it. Within you. 20 minutes of me sitting on your chair, it'll become completely. What the heck? <laughs> So 
there's some tweets underneath it. For those who are curious, when you call, it goes straight to this voicemail. I have to think that this is like a like a trait, like they are messing with somebody. So that phone number is somebody's phone number, but they're playing a prank on those people, you know. So um, why does this remind me of the thing you sent Jilly about throwing a pepper in her in her chimney? Oh, I didn't send her that. She posted that. Somebody else posted that. No, you posted Wait, that. <laughs> Oh, and then I threatened one of the pepperons. You threatened Jilly with throwing and a pepper it. in her chimney. I implied it. I implied it. I didn't say that I would. Whatever. Oh, this, one, this is good. This is good. This is good. Nikki Wolf um, is a guy. Let's see. Who is he? Oh, this is. Oh, why is my internet so slow? Oh, he's a writer. Finding Q. Oh, okay. So he's an anti-conspiracy theory guy. So he posts a, a, a Photoshop, a photo of himself on on democracy now have you ever seen democracy yes. now yes yeah very emphatic emphatic um and uh and he writes uh just realized it's almost a six-year anniversary of the time i went on democracy now at 4 a.m after a night on the moscow mules and overheard a producer in my ear say jesus christ did that guy just wake up in a ditch <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so oh, I posted wow. it in there with the message anti-ditch bigotry is everywhere stop the hate hashtag oh, yes. stop the hate should have been the hashtag I didn't do it right sorry um yeah boy there's a lot of good stuff in the Papillon demonium there uh, is. See. y'all should join it oh yeah well you know it costs you I guess it's, it's gonna cost you a, like buck, a, a buck per month to get into the pepper it's dollar. very exclusive if you pay us a dollar we'll threaten you with peppers in your <laughs> chimney <laughs> oh wait you're right i did post it okay this is crazy <laughs> you don't remember why well, i mean it's days ago <laughs> literally it's been uh it's been like three days uh some so there's <laughs> this has got to be a joke this is a great one though there's a somebody posted this flyer i guess it was in pittsburgh and the top says in big letters who does it every evening every evening a pepper falls down the chimney and it's it shows the guy's chimney and it says i worship the lord and have never made an enemy who's doing it and then it shows this green bell pepper <laughs> and it etched in it is i hate you <laughs> And then it shows a, a surveillance photo of the guy throwing the pepper into the guy's chimney. And then he goes so far as to draw a diagram of the guy throwing a pepper <laughs> into his chimney. And uh, and the text below it says, I have a, a one-of-a-kind relationship with Christ. He has harmed people for me. He can find you in any town, and I suggest you end your campaign. Let's talk about this. And he has his phone number. That's fantastic. That's and great. somebody... A masked Mexican wrote beneath it, oh, gonna yeah. start doing this to all my enemies, Jilly. A, not a comma, a period. Period, yeah. Jilly. Uh-huh. So that doesn't necessarily, just, like just like the lawsuit with Brian Flores, it's implied. It's not <laughs> direct. It's not a direct threat. Um, can we read her comment? You think that would be okay? Yeah, I don't have a uh, chimney. Because what's I, in Papillondemonium should stay in Papillondemonium. I'm not going really to read, read the whole thing, yeah. but apparently it would be very difficult for a super Mexican <laughs> to deposit. Just try throwing that pepper. pepper through my window. I dare you. I mean, look, <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna be throwing uh, challenges in the Papillondemonium, you're gonna find a pepper in your chimney, lady. Okay, so you wrote I accept, and then right below that. You put a picture (laughs) that I could not tell what it was. I figured out later that it was a sweet potato just because you post about sweet potatoes in the bills so much. And it's weird that I even know what that means. But it says, how creepy would it be if you found this at your place tomorrow? And it's a sweet potato with super Mexican face on it. I thought it was a really fat finger. Oh, that would be even weirder. Yeah. Like a severed finger with my yes. mask taped to it. <laughs> well, that would definitely be weird. On a bed. It's <laughs> very strange. All right. Wow, we're ending this one on a high note, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, well, we got some happy stuff. We did. Let's do uh, threats to the Papillons. That's good. 
Um, yeah, so for anyone who wants to join the Papalondemonium and you want to be threatened by Super Mexican, just uh, give us a dollar on Patreon and uh, we'll add you. Yes. You can insult each other that's how it started the first the first week was rough everyone was insulting each other <laughs> this all started because i started an unsanctioned book club and then oh, that's right how's that then, going isn't that thing dead there's like nothing going on in there well it is now the papillondemonium is replaced it that's it we've started a <laughs> a non-book club book club <laughs> it's it's an insult club is what it is oh, it's a joy a thieving club Oh, that's great. Yeah, I like that. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you for coming on again. And I appreciate you making time for our shenanigans. Um, so why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? You can find me at Jessica Headings. That's it. All right. Yeah, go go find all her pity retweets over there. That <laughs> makes me so happy. You can, yeah, that's great. And uh, you can find me at all these outrages. <laughs> How do you like Aldi's? Aldi's what? Aldi's outrages. How about that? <laughs> I would throw a pepper through your chimney so hard right now. Chimney peppers. Okay. All right. <laughs>